What a difficult, tense, beautiful, sacred season we have lived together over the course of these last four to five weeks. It's a strange way of presenting it as well. How is it that we found ourselves living together in harmony in a season where a pandemic has physically removed us from one another's presence? It is only the grace of God that has made it so. It is the spring of 2020. COVID-19 has taken us and put us in uh, various corners throughout the Richmond metropolitan area. We are not physically in proximity, and yet, by the grace of God, we have found ourselves worshiping together, caring for one another, loving God, and in turn, loving neighbor in very deliberate ways. Only God could do that. It's been over a month since I last shared with the congregation an update of much substance where we just give you a big picture of what's been happening in the life of the church, what God has been doing and projecting what we think God might be preparing us for in the upcoming days. This is a podcast series that will last throughout the week ahead in short little snippets where I will be giving you um, basic updates in major categories as it relates to church life, as it relates to caregiving, as it relates to um, love of neighbor. Thanks for joining. Really glad you're here. Hello, friends. This is Sterling Severns, pastor of Tabernacle Baptist Church in Richmond, Virginia. This is the last of our five-part series sharing significant updates, things that we know to be true, things that we should be praying about because we sense that God is preparing us for something, and keeping everyone informed in the spirit of no secrets and no surprises. Today, I want to talk to you about something that we actually spoke very deliberately with each primary leader uh, in the life of the church of committees, teams, and of the two boards. We began with a request made of the leadership of the church in hopes that the leaders would take our request to heart and in turn model for the congregation what our desire is for every member of the church. And that's not just official members, it's just anybody that calls Tabernacle home in any capacity. And this is the the request. It sounds very simple, and it's a movement towards simplicity. This is it. We want balance. We want people to stop burning out. We want people to prioritize the majors and stop allowing the minors to take over the majors. The the idea would be a word picture that looks like a three-legged stool. The ideal would be that every person that calls Tabernacle home would have first a small group in the church, a small circle in the church. It could be a Sunday school class. It could be a small group, a discipleship group where they are connecting on a regular basis, sharing life together, sharing their prayer concerns together, praying together, studying scripture together, holding one another accountable, and steadily offering encouragement to one another. That's critical criteria for anybody that steps forward to serve as a leader in the life of the church. We believe that it is the model that Jesus gave us in the Gospels, and we believe in turn it is what the Spirit prompted the early Christian church to do as they began to mobilize and organize. 
We need to be fed, in other words. Secondly, that everybody that calls Tabernacle home would prioritize our corporate worship moment. What do we mean by that? We mean that we feel strongly that worship is the time where all of us gather together, giving God the best that we have to offer with God as audience and us as the ones that are offering something to God that is pleasing to God. It's the one moment where we come together intergenerationally. It's the one moment that we all come together uh, in our blessed diversity It's the moment that we come together and offer hospitality to newcomers. And it's the moment that we find ourselves connecting deeply through the gift that the Holy Spirit brings as more than two gather together. Worship is the second leg of the balancing uh, of the balance act that we're asking everyone to move toward in the life of the church. Now, the third leg is the leg that I want to speak to you specifically about today, and and this is what this leg looks like. We hope and desire that anyone that calls Tabernacle home, beginning with our leadership, but, but moving toward everybody in the church, will have one area in the life of the church where their giftedness, God-given gifts, are used to serve the world, to serve Christ in the world through the vehicle of our local church. And as you know, when we, when we talk about that, we, we are always emphasizing that we are the little C church that feeds into the big C church. And so um, when we say little C church, what we mean is that we want you to use your gifts to help carry us forward into the world as Christ leads the way. But we want it to be one thing, ideally, one main thing, rather than 10 things for 20% of us and way less for the rest of the 80%. The goal is for everyone to find a way to use their God-given gifts and resources to serve Christ through the local church. And so I want to raise this to you today in this last podcast episode in this update series, because we are beginning to sense the, the prompting, the stirring of the Spirit in our hearts as we're relating to one another in our circles, in these small groups where we're connecting with one another, as we continue to worship together and look at the chat, you know, the interactive uh, features that we have in worship that are making it possible for us to communicate back and forth throughout the service. One of the things that we're continually hearing from people is a desire to serve, to mobilize compassion. We know that community ministry right now is a, is a bright light in a dark moment, and it is growing. We are confident that as we continue to explore in our neighborhood and in our city and our country and our world, um, the many ways that God is at work through some extraordinary, ordinary people, that we are going to feel called and compelled to go ye therefore and join the effort. And so what we're asking the church to do is to begin to think of ways that their giftedness can be used to serve Christ in the world through the local church. Community ministry is going to continue to grow. More resources and more more people are going to be needed as God reveals to us opportunities that we have to connect with our neighbors in meaningful ways and not only meet needs that are tangible needs like hunger, but so much more importantly, to establish relationships. We know that we have individuals in the life of the church that, um, that are lonely. We need people that, that feel 
comfortable doing so or willing to move out of their comfort zone that will begin to make regular contact with individuals. One of the things that has um, surprised me in a wonderful way in this last stretch is how well our senior adults are doing. My great concern at the beginning of this would be a tremendous wave of loneliness for our senior adults, many of which that live by themselves. And some certainly are. And we need to know who they are and continue to try to meet those needs. But as I make pastoral rounds, making phone calls and connecting with folks, I'm finding continually that people are hearing from the church. People are praying together when they gather together on telephone calls and Zoom conversations. And it's been beautiful. One of the things that has surprised me uh, in the opposite of a good way is the struggle that we're hearing from so many of our families with young children and teenagers. It's, a, it's difficult right now. We need people that feel called or compelled to reach out to younger generations and check in on parents and children and teenagers. Is that you? We need people that are going to reach out and connect with our ministry partners in the city that are, are joining us and everybody else in the world trying to figure out what in the world to do in the, in the immediate future, but also how to begin to think about what, what things might look like in, in the more distant future and everything in between in the not so distant future. Are you somebody that's going to be in touch with some of these folks? And report back to the church or share with the church what you are feeling God is, might be calling us to do. Are you an individual that, that has seen a need and you're not sure what to do with it, but you need, you need to talk about it and see if somebody else is seeing the same thing and see what God will do? If so, we need to hear from you. Are you somebody that has agreed to serve in a different minist- in, a, in a ministry area in the life of the church and... You're struggling with what that means. I want you to hear me say this. For anybody that made a commitment moving into this calendar year, and now you're questioning whether or not you can fulfill that commitment, I want you to know that we will pray with you about this. And if you feel like you can't do it, or you no longer feel called to it because you feel called to something else, we're going to find a way to exit ramp you out of that ministry and plug you into an area where you can serve. And if you're not ready to serve yet, we want to put you on the off ramp so that you can heal for a while and get healthy so you can get to a point that you're ready to serve again in any capacity. Are you somebody that needs to say, help, I'm serving so much that I feel like I'm about to drown or I'm not serving in any way, but I still feel like I'm drowning communicate with us. What I want you to hear me say is that the goal for all of us is balance. And when we get out of balance by overemphasizing one of the three legs, we end up not being healthy. And in God needs, God desires, I should say is a better way to say it. God desires for us to be healthy so that in turn, we can be healthy servants moving into the world to be the church that we're called to be. Now is the time for us to begin being more deliberate on a larger scale in mobilizing compassion, using our giftedness to serve Christ in the world through the local church. I want you praying about this. We're going to begin creating mechanisms where you can offer us insight, where you can share with us what you're feeling called to do. And as we make those things available, we want you to take advantage of them. But in the meantime, if those things aren't in place yet, just reach out, call us, contact us, and let us know. And let's pray about it together. Church, 
I can think of no better time than for us to ask ourselves this question, what was I made for? Who am I called to be? As we delve deeper into who Christ is and what it means that he has returned from the dead, resurrected, and in turn is calling us out of death, out of darkness, into light together. This is the moment for us to celebrate what it means to be church, to reclaim our purpose and our mission. And you, my friend, my brother, my sister, play a role in that. These are difficult days, friends. These are extraordinarily beautiful days, friends. Thank you for listening. I hope you'll join us for the business meeting this upcoming Sunday at 2 p.m. We've got some important things to talk about. I also hope you'll join us for worship this coming Sunday at 11 a.m. But in the meantime, know that you are loved. Know that we're praying for you and we're eager to hear from you as you sense the Spirit nudging you. Blessings, friends.